And we're back. Food talk show with Feeling and Braggy. Chris Bragg, how are you, brother? I am living the dream and I am extremely happy to hear that intro music once again. It's been a while. I'm happy to be here. Oh, I love that intro music, mate. Welcome to 2019. Yeah, how good is it? It's not too bad. Not too bad. The year started off pretty strong, I reckon. How about you? Oh, mate, I've I've been loving the new year. We've um, had a few changes, so it's been a little bit interesting, but uh, I have uh, been loving it this year so far. Oh, mate, got to tell you, your changes just are a little bit more interesting than mine. You've sort of uprooted and gone gone north and... And started a little bloody farm. Yeah, well, we were, my wife and all have, have gone into a caretaking role onto a onto a farm up here. So um, we, basically, we just look after the house property, but a few cattle on the property, a few laying chickens, um, and a whole lot of space. So it's been a pretty pretty ripping opportunity for me to hook in and um, growing some vegetables and doing a few bits and pieces here and there. It's been good fun. Oh, Jesus, God, yeah. mate, you sound like you're in your bloody element. Ah, it's something different, mate. I enjoy getting out there and having a good go. It's actually um, surprising how quickly you can get a bit of a uh, a connection with the land as such. Um, yeah, it's it's good. Something different for me anyway. How's the old knee holding up? You had a knee reco while we've been off as well. Yeah, mate, the knee's, the knee's good. It's um, definitely slowed me down. I'm, I get out there and I strap it up and I hobble around the gardens and um, I definitely would like to be a little bit more mobile than what I am. But, you know, it's... Uh, it's knee surgery and it was pretty big, so I just have to be patient, but it's good, mate. Yeah, thanks for asking. Ah, very good, mate. Very good. Glad to hear on the men. So Glad the to hear bit- on the men. So, brother? No, I'm going to ask you first. Me first. What's the, Please. What's the Please. 2019 so far? What is the best thing you've eaten? The best thing I've eaten? Yep. Ooh, mate, I was actually, um, I picked up a new gig at the minute and working with a, with a not-for-profit and um, had me out at Tumut today and I found myself at this little cafe down by the river, down by the Tumut River. Right. And they made a, they do a homemade sausage roll. Oh, this I gotta tell you, this homemade sausage roll was on point. Next Shredded point. carrot through it. It was oh, like, yeah. uh, it, was, it was phenomenal. Did it have the it was, type of pastry? It was packed. Yeah, right. And how was the pastry? Like, I mean, pastry is the most important part oh, of sausage beautiful. roll. Oh, mate, absolutely beautiful. It was light and crumbly, yeah. golden brown. You could tell it was handmade. It was like from end to end handmade. Is it the type of pastry that when you eat it, you like kind of wish you hadn't had a sausage roll because by the end of it, it's all over your shirt, it's all over your car yeah, seat, it's no. just everywhere? Mate, it, it, was a, it was a lightly windy day and everyone around me thought I had mad dandruff because like this, this <laughs> shit was going everywhere. <laughs> That is hilarious. So you, you're. Oh, you're was, <laughs> hey, feeling you meant to put the sausage roll in your mouth, like, not above your head. <laughs> I'm like, I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry. It's just so good. That is so good. <laughs> awesome. awesome. How about you, mate? What's 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 your what's your 2019 oh, food highlight, mate? You know what? It's really, 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 really simple. Um, venison and mushroom on the weekend. Um, the, the guys that were living here, we came home and it was one of the son's birthdays and um, we butchered up a, a, a deer over the weekend. So we had fresh venison um, and it was just Ooh. pan seared with organic butter and oyster mushrooms that I've grown under my kitchen bench. That's 
didn't know about the mushrooms under the bench, yeah. bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> Boom. <laughs> heard about keeping, I've heard about keeping mushrooms in the dark, but geez, right, I mean. Yeah, yeah, so I grew some mushrooms. No, phenomenal. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. They go yeah, even better yeah. even better with a bit of venison, some butter, and some homemade Worcestershire sauce, pan-fried, just eaten like that. It was delicious. The only thing Ooh. that it needed. How do you make the sauce? What do you mean? Uh, Worcestershire sauce. Yeah, how do you make that? Um, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm almost certain it's like um, anchovies and pepper and vinegar and a few other ingredients, but I haven't actually made a homemade Worcestershire. I'll probably have to look into that. Sounds like a challenge. Do you know what? Worcestershire is, and, and even any of those preserves, I've made I've made a couple of relishes since we've been here because we've had a lot of tomatoes in, but any of those like Worcestershires or preserves or tomato chutneys, they're like a really old school way of doing things and I love them. I reckon we need to bring them yeah. back because they're phenomenal. So like when you talk about Worcestershire sauce, most people um, under the age of 30 I reckon would just be like, oh yeah, you just go get it from aisle eight, you know. Whereas anyone, <laughs> you know, people over the age. I love that you threw aisle eight. I love that you threw aisle eight in there. Like I know, like you used to go fill shelves back in the day for Woolies, and you, I reckon, you were visualizing exactly where it was on the shelf right then too, weren't yeah, you? Yeah, and there's a few different varieties of the old Worcester too. Up, up top shelf Worcester, the one with the little oh, red, Jesus, red lid. Yeah. Yep, but yeah, you know, like Worcestershire sauce. When when we were back in Wagga and we went to the Ganmain show, they had a section in the show for handmade Worcestershire sauce, and I thought that was brilliant. You're kidding? Nah. If you ever get the opportunity, go to those old shows, man, where they've got you know the the baking competitions and the best tomato relish competition and the best Worcestershire sauce. You know, like these. That's where gems are made, and I bet you those the the Todgers that make them too, or the old cockies, they never give you their recipe on their dead grave. Mate, well, I was out in Griffith yesterday, right, and talking to a colleague of mine out there, and I was asking what they got up to over the weekend, and I was sitting there talking to the colleague of mine and a couple of admin people at the place we're at. Yeah, and Griffith is a it's a pretty heavy Italian um, demographic area. And they were telling me that they had the, a sauce weekend. And so I had to inquire what a sauce weekend was. And that's where, like, the family as a yeah, whole yeah. all get together. Like, this is like grandmas yeah. and grandpas and, and aunties and uncles and mums and dads and kids. And then, they, and then they just get to fucking work yeah. making sauce yeah. for a whole weekend. Yeah. But then they break for lunch. Yep. They get up at, like, stupid o'clock in the morning, yep. start making sauce, yep. break for lunch, use some of the sauce to have bulk pasta, yeah. have a bit of, a, like, a rest, and then get back into it. But, and like, this is like a whole weekend deal. Yeah, man. It's the best though. Like this is what I mean with the connection to the land at the moment. Like so we're, we're on the farm and we've, we were lucky enough to have a few tomatoes already in when we got here. Um, so they've been fruiting prolifically. But could you imagine like yeah. those old Italians, they've got crops and crops of tomatoes in and they when they all come in, like I mean we've only got three or four little bushes here and we've got enough to feed our family, someone else's family. Like I'm sick of tomatoes. But, you know, you freeze them down, you do whatever you can. But, you know, you've got 30 or 40 bushes in. You've got enough tomatoes there. You peel them, you cook them down, you, you grind them, you make passata, you put them into bottles, you preserve them. They'll last for 12 months in the bottle and then you've got tomatoes for the full year. Well, that's what they, that's what they said. Yeah. They, they make this. They make enough for a year for their family and all their extended family, plus some to give away. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and then and but that's this oh, is that's phenomenal. this is how food systems work too. It's all about season seasons. You know, like 
particularly down there where it's cold, you guys are going to have frosts come in in the next three months, which will pretty much obliterate most of most growing crops. We're lucky up here, so we're able to grow a lot of things all year round because um, we don't quite have the frost that you guys get. But you know, like when you yeah, when you yeah. talk about food seasonability and uh, food, food availability, sorry, food availability and seasonal produce, you know, tomatoes are you know in their prime at the moment, but you've got to make them last the year, like. You can't just have all this rotten yeah. fruit laying around. You've got to be able to use it. Preserves, and it's an old way of cooking, man. It's so good. So my grandpa used to love a tomato relish, dude. Oh. And I don't know where he bought it from, but my grandma, I've, I've, I've harassed my grandma so much since he passed away trying to figure out where it was that he bought it from. And yep. we've, we've scoured. We've scoured all the little shops and right. – and little places around and little like yep. oh, all the little corner stores and all the little home marts and the like oh mate we even like started hunting like um myers and the yep. what's the what's the other one buddy like roger not roger david roger david david mm-hmm. jones david, david jones david yep. jones used to have a food yep. market down at the bottom of chadston there and grandpa used to like that mate for the life of me i can't find this can't tomato relish it. the only one i've gotten close to made of mine joshy baker his wife mel she's a phenomenal yep. cook Yep. And she made a heap of relishes once and she handed me a jar and it was amazing. It was probably as close as I've ever gotten to it. Right. So I'm gonna have to hit up um, Mrs. Baker and get myself a um, get myself the recipe. I actually made up a tomato oh, relish right. last week um, and was my grandmother's recipe. And there's a funny story behind it as well, because um, when I was working in the kitchens, I always used to be like that grandma's tomato sauce, you know, you, there was memories as a kid where you, you know, smash this tomato sauce. It's the best thing. You just put it on everything. Beautiful sauce. And I always used to ask her, um, you know, where's, where's, how do you make that sauce? And she's like, it's easy. The recipe's on the bottle. And I was like, all right, no worries. And that's always, and I'd, I'd ask again, you know, like, what do you mean? It's easy, easy sauce. It's an easy sauce. The recipe's on the bottle. And I was like, the life of me. What do you want about me? Right. Anyway, it turns out that there's a bottle called EZ Sauce. EZ Sauce. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, mate, there's an episode of Friends. Yeah. <laughs> and the recipe's on the, where the freaking bottle. Where Phoebe Buffay's character, her, her, she talks about her grandmother makes the best cookies, I think it is, yeah. these particular types of cookies. I can't remember what type of cookies yeah. they are, but this particular type of cookie. And and she harasses her grandmother and harasses yeah. her grandmother for the recipe and she won't give it up, won't give it up, won't give it up. Yeah. And then on her deathbed, the grandmother um, gives her the recipe, tells her like verbally or tells her like writes down the recipe for her. Anyway, so Phoebe's, you know, made these cookies and she's taken around to like to Monica and Rachel and, and the guys in, in the in the cast of the episode. Mm-hmm. And um, and Monica, the chef, has realized that it's the same recipe that's on the um, on the side of a Nestle Toll House um, just bag of of ingredients mm-hmm. to make these cookies. And she's been touting them as the best ones there. <laughs> of the best ones ever. It's very funny. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. The day I found that sauce bottle, because I, I still, for the life of me, I, I thought, you know, my grandmother's gone now, but, um, you know, I thought I'm, I'm never, ever going to get that recipe. Like, this is a joke. And there was one night, as you mentioned before, when I was stacking shelves working at Woolies through uni, and down there enough on the bottom shelf covered in dust, and every time you get a bottle of this stuff, it's covered in dust because no one uses it. It's on the very bottom shelf, a jar of easy sauce. It's a concentrated vinegar mixture that's flavoured. <laughs> you just add like... I had to Google it. Oh, it's mad, man. 
easy sauce. Like, yeah, crazy. But it's a, easy it's a phenomenal follow that recipe I made it last week. It's very, very nice. Are you going to be offended if I Google it right now, like mid mid um, mid podcast? Well, let's 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 wrap. Easy sauce condiment recipe recipe mix. Let's. <laughs> this is awesome. Let's... Here it is. I've found it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> what we'll do is. Oh, like there's tomato chutneys, Worcestershire sauces, everything. Yeah. You can make everything. Off. Uh, we'll wrap it up. Hashtag not sponsored episode. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. That's exactly right. <laughs> we'll, we'll wrap this episode right up, and then we can we can um, go have a little Google. I like it. I like it, mate. Well, welcome back to 2019. Lovely being with you and everybody. Thanks for your time. Uh, hopefully, hopefully um, we'll, you'll uh, listen and tune into us again this year as we uh, endeavour to make bigger fools of ourselves. Um, don't forget you find us on Facebook and on the interwebs, uh, foodtalkshow.com. Um, that's it from me. How about you, Chris? Uh, um, welcome back to 2019. Oh, <laughs> oh you sweetheart. You're a sweetheart. Right, I will leave it there. Thanks, everyone. We'll talk to you soon.